Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. We uh, hopefully are going to have a special guest with us tonight, so stick around uh, for that. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, but this week, uh, the tragic passing of Alex Trebek. So we are rating our beers this week on the Jeopardy scale from please answer in the form of a question all the way up to let's make it a true do- uh, daily double. Drew, you are up first tonight, man. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking uh, Ever Clever Double Dry Hopped IPA. Uh, this one is from that company's thing I looked up and now I was blanking on, but thankfully it's in our show notes. So if I keep talking long enough, I'll find it. Bearded, Bearded Iris. Iris Brewing, Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you. I was about to read off double IPA again. I was like, well, that's not right. Um, either way, I'm super excited about this beer because uh, in its description on the can, it says bursting, foxy, and intricate. Uh, so on the Jeopardy scale, I'm going to rate it a uh, penis mightier uh, because <laughs> I'm very intrigued to see where this goes from here. Uh, and I have nothing but good expectations. Well done, Drew. Well done. And that laugh you heard uh, besides mine is our guest co-host for the evening, Scott Out. Happy anniversary, Scott and Cheryl. Guest co-host for the evening, Alex Schubert. Alex, uh, host of FU We Like the Bengals. What's in yes. your cup tonight, man? Uh, in my can, I have a uh, Record Hop IPA from Sonder Brewing. It is uh, out of Mason, Ohio. A lot of good people up there. Uh, uh, it's a, what was it? Six point something? 6.8% ABV. Uh, the description says, hand-selected hop blend brings out waves of dark, uh, dank orange with grapefruit and tropical fruit aromas. That sounds fancy. Uh, on the Jeopardy scale, how do you rate that one? Uh, I will also go the Connery route and say, I have a hard on. <laughs> you know what, though? This is great because we're honoring two yes. in one fell well, swoop. Which well played, I fellas. I just not remembered. Uh, well, fu- well played. Uh, this week I am drinking, uh, and I just realized uh, I didn't even switch the graphics because I'm too busy uh, sharing beers. Hurry, buddy, hurry, everybody. Hurry, this, hurry. this week I am drinking Brews Beer, uh, outside the scope IPA from Brews Beer out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, it is a 6.9% ABV beer, 3.61 caps on untapped. Uh, on the Jeopardy rating scale, I would probably give this one to start with as a... a a regular daily double, not the not the like the second daily double that you get, but like the first one in the first round that like you only have like four hundred dollars and it really doesn't matter a whole lot. We'll see if this one holds up as we get into it. Uh, awesome show coming up for you guys tonight. Hit share, help us out. Uh, all new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now.
Hey everybody, an all new edition of Craft Brood Sports starting up here in just a second. I am Mike, uh, hanging out with me tonight, as always, is Mookie Drew. Drew, how you feeling tonight, man? I am so excited. Hey, all right, what's up? I'm so excited for tonight. I think we've got a great show, and most importantly, somehow Scott has managed to stay married to his beautiful wife for yet another year. Congratulations, them. Thank you, Cheryl, for keeping him off the streets. We all appreciate it. <laughs> Doing great. So excited. So excited. Uh, filling in for Scott tonight is uh, a host of FU We Like the Bengals, Alex Schubert. Alex, how you feeling, bud? I'm feeling excellent, man. I'm, just, I'm excited to be here. I've been a part of the Facebook group for a while, and I've uh, listened to a couple episodes. You guys are awesome, and I'm psyched to be actually on the podcast. We appreciate you uh, filling in for us, man. Uh, and we've got a special guest hanging out tonight. Uh, I'm blown away that this guy has agreed to do our Dude, show. so excited. Super it's pumped about this. Uh, everybody, welcome to Craft Fruit Sports, the one and only hot dog eating champion of the world, Joey Chestnut. World. Joey, how you feeling, man? I'm doing good. Good to be on with you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, man. You have no idea. This is like a dream come true. I tried to tell my four-year-old, I was like, do you remember when we watched all those guys eat all the hot dogs? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm interviewing the guy that won tonight. And he was like, Joe Biden? And I was like, a little weird. That's not quite... <laughs> four-year-olds, man. You, you, you can't get uh, anything going. So we've got Joey for about 20 minutes here with us tonight. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the show later on. We've got some on-deck stories for you. We're going to do some hot takes, barbecue, uh, and we are also going to de- debut a new segment, Catch These Hands. Uh, but we don't want to waste any of Joey's time. So, Joey, again, thank you so much, man, for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. I gotta. I want to start here. How high were you when you first realized you could eat this ridiculous amount of food? <laughs> oh, my God. It was a... Uh... I was 21, and I, I just—I it wasn't my goal. And I, was, I actually, it actually started a little bit earlier. Like I was in college when I was like 17, and I would eat really healthy during the week. And on the weekends, I'd go to my parents' house and then eat everything. <laughs> it was just like one of those things. Like I, I was like, it was like my reward days. And I, so I knew for a long time I, I was a big eater, but uh, it was like something I was kind of ashamed of. It wasn't something I showed off a lot. But then there was this local taqueria that had this. Uh, eating con- this like five pound burrito and the person that eat- oh. ate it would well, oh, it's it, like it, man versus food it was just like that and like this, so they had this challenge like for a month long for a month uh the person that logged the fastest time uh would end up winning so i went in there and i, I did it in like four minutes four minutes oh my god and nobody beat oh my god <laughs> so uh so after that i was like oh my god I, I really think i can do this and then my little brother he signed me up for my first contest after that and it just it was like, oh, I, I really can do it. They actually paid me to eat. And I was like, holy crap. What, what was that first contest? What was the first one you signed up for? Oh, my God. The first one was back in 2005. It was uh, lobster. And I had never eaten lobster oh, before. Really? Yeah. And it was, oh it was weird. It was, I, was, I would scoop the tail, the meat right out of the tail, and go right <laughs> into the guts. Just make a me- I was making a mess out of it. And uh, I, I, I tied for third in that one. And uh, I still won like 250 bucks. So I was like, all right. But uh, it was, it was, the whole thing was weird because I was eating in front of people on stage. And my whole <laughs> life, I'm a shy guy, naturally. So uh, it, was, it was weird for me to be eating in front of people and them tell, yelling at you to keep eating. It, it's a weird, <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. It was like, it's, it goes against everything we grew up doing, like eating like a madman in front of people. It was, uh, but I, 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 then two weeks later, there was another contest and I just, uh, 
made myself comfortable. I had my, my couple of Brian, uh, a couple of my brothers come out, a couple of friends. They were like yelling at me and I felt comfortable and I just pushed it and I, I won the next one and it just snowballed. That's, Dude, that's awesome. Uh, that's so cool. Cause like, I, especially with it being lobster, like I'm sitting here and you're like, it's, it goes against everything like you grew up doing. I'm like, yeah. Cause like, I usually, I like you, as you started telling your story, I'm like, this is a man after my own heart. Cause I love to eat, but like, I wasn't smart enough to make a living out of it. And you know, being able to travel the world, like you, you took advantage of your skills and you talk about eating lobster and I'm like, normally it's like, man, every lobster tail, that's like eight, 10, 12 bucks. And you're being told to just put those down. And I'm usually sitting I'm like, I feel like I could eat a lot of lobster, but that it's not free. And so that's usually where I would like ramp it back in. So yeah, I, I can see how that would be. Um, that's so cool, man. Like I, I, the thing too, that blows me away is you said four and a half minutes for a five pound burrito. Like that is damn impressive. Um, when you go into these these like competitions and stuff, is how like do you try to eat the foods ahead of time to get used to what you're going to be doing as kind of like ramping up to it, or do you try to avoid it because you're going to have so much of that flavor or you know what I mean that that type of food once you get to your competitions? I, de- I definitely try to build a tolerance for for each food. I think it's uh it's always better to be familiar with the food and have and have a have a way have a plan for how I'm going to attack it how I'm going to attack it and also. Your your body feels more comfortable. It, it, it's uh, pushing to new to new limits. Every time I get the food down, digest it once. I know I can do definitely do more the next time. If there's a time where I if I if I do a practice and I end up getting sick or there or like or I slow down or I'm coughing or there's something wrong, uh, then then I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be really hard to improve the next time if if I if I can't get the food down and digest it because uh, your body has this weird mechanisms of, of recovery and. Uh, and just building strength, and uh, so I, it, a big part of it is building a tolerance. I've, I've been really lucky that uh, I, I'm I'm an engineer by nature, so I, uh, I I'm really good yes. at things and yeah. I kept everything I'm doing, whether it's uh, whether it's my diet or my weight, and how how much I weigh before practice, and how much I weigh after practice, how how long it takes for me to recover and get back to a normal weight. So so it, 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 it's. I, I'm not saying I have my body figured out, but I, I put a lot of work in if, if it's a major contest, I'm going to put some work into it. So the I, one... Uh, go, uh, I was going to say, I feel like this is a man back. with spreadsheets right here. <laughs> like, yes. As a fellow engineer, I'm so excited because <laughs> for once on the show, us nerds were outweighing those other guys. So <laughs> appreciate having you here with this. I, I can imagine what you're saying about, you know, the measurements, weighing yourself before and after. I totally respect that, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, that makes all the sense in the world. So yes, thanks for finally tipping the scales in, in my favor on that one, Joey. Uh, go ahead, Alex. Sorry, man. Go go yeah. ahead and ask away. So the, so the one competition that I've seen you do that's like, I don't know how the fuck he does it, um, is the ice cream eating competition. Because I've seen you eat like, I think it was like pints of ice cream or something like that. Because you deal with like wow. brain freeze with that. How do you do that? It's it, it's weird. It, everything hurts in that contest. Like, first yeah. <laughs> and then your, your throat hurts and the brain freeze, you know, the brain freeze probably didn't hurt that bad because everything else hurt really bad. Like my throat was really hurting, and yeah. uh, like it, it was it was bad. And at, at the end of the contest, you're shivering because your stomach ends up being like this, like a re- radiator. Your your core your core temperature goes down a little bit. We're talking sixteen pounds of, of uh, ice cream, oh r- roughly. And, yeah. and uh, so at the end of the contest, you just feel it, it. It's one of the ones where you feel the most weird. And yep. uh, but 
it, it, it's more, it, it's, and it goes back to the whole, like, you're getting on stage to do something and there's people yelling at you. And that, that's, and that, it, I'm, I'm go try first time I did ice cream. I traveled to Florida to do it. And it, 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 it's like, if I'm going to get on stage and do it and there's people yelling at me, there's other people competing against me. I'm, I'm going to push past any of these. It's, it's a lot easier to push past these, uh, pain barriers. Yeah. Because I've also heard about, like, competitive eaters, like, their stomachs are, like, four times the size of a normal human stomach. Is that true? I don't know if it, it – it, not all the time. I, I – uh, <laughs> our stomachs have the ability to stretch. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, like, your stomach's have layers of muscle. And uh, if we, we, we've slowly made them adapt to stretching from normal size to really ridiculous size. And yeah. uh, so we, we – once a week, even if I don't have a contest, I'm trying to do a big stretch, a big meal. Uh, and if, if I'm trying to lose weight, it'll be it'll be more lettuce and things like that. But if if, I, if it's a real cheat day, I'm, I'm doing hamburgers and whatever the hell I want. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's really important that once a week, I, I definitely do a, a big, massive stretch to keep everything loose and, and used to being a function that way. The uh, the stretch makes me wonder, Joey. Are there times where your friends are like, "Yeah, you're not invited to the barbecue, man. Like, we can't have you coming around here." <laughs> it's uh, I'm I'm pretty good about it, unless it's a. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah, I get carried away once in a while if I'm drinking. <laughs> I I really don't want to be be the asshole who just eats everything. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it's uh, I mean. If, if you're at a barbecue and nobody's eating a certain item, I have no problem eating that item. <laughs> See, again, if there's, I, if there's 10 pounds of potato salad there and nobody's touching it, I'm not going to let it go bad. <laughs> See, I, I get that, man. Like in my family, it's it's basically it's I get to eat whatever the kids leave on their plate because you know I got a, a two and a four year old niece and nephew, so they I mean sometimes they don't touch anything. I'm like, great, I got all the chicken nuggets on top of what a, you know us adults are eating. But then also, like you said, yeah, you don't want to leave any left, you know, leftovers if it's not worth boxing up. So you're just doing a service at that point. <laughs> um, we got some questions in, in the chat here. Someone did kind of touch on what you, what you kind of alluded to there of saying, uh, have you ever considered switching from competitive eating to competitive drinking? Again, this, that's our audience. <laughs> um, and then someone else also asked what your workout routine is like, um, like cardio lifting, like what other kind of stuff you do? Cause it's, it's a full-time job. Um, so what's your overall training regimen like for a competition? Oh yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't think there's any real income in drinking. And I think it, <laughs> the amount of drink, drink, it gets, I'm, I'm time traveling pretty fast. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I lose time. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any, nothing good will come out of competitive drinking. But um, as far as working out, I've had to step it up over the last years. When I was younger, it wasn't a big deal. I, I could I could get away with with uh, getting away with not working out too much. But now I have now I have to do lift weights. Uh, I have, now I have a Peloton and I run. I try to run, and I'm getting older, so I don't run as much. But then now I'm liking this Peloton. But uh, I try to do cardio and uh, and lift, lift, general lifting weights. I have a weight bench with the Bowflex uh, thing. But I, the biggest thing for me is I can. Uh, I maintain mostly by really controlling my diet during the week. It's uh, during the week. It's chicken, uh, simple lettuce, lettuce, cucumber, uh, really simple salads, and all, all other it's 
chicken or, or salmon, simple, for good, e- easy proteins, low carb diet during the week. And then once a week, I'm going to, I'm going to do my ridiculous cheat, cheat day. Okay. So just, just to make sure I get it right. Uh, I can tell my wife, I don't have to work out if I eat right. So if I eat a salad, I don't actually have to go and work out. And then also, was there a Peloton or Bowflex hashtag that we need to make sure people use that you get the, the promotional credit there? Because we're all no. about promoting people. So, all right, cool. Just try to make sure, you know, just try to make sure, you know, can, you know, you scratch our back with scratchers. It's, you know, this is a group effort here. My girlfriend bought the Peloton and for like, two, like she bought me the shoes and she was like, dude, we can, we can ride it and we can keep track. We can motivate each other. Like I don't want to do that. That's like, that's like with those like the white woman thing, dude. They would realize it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to do like, and uh, now I like it. I really enjoy it. And it's really it, it's it's so weird that it's, it's really motivating. Do you do the live show thing? Like I've done a couple of them. Yeah. It just so it. Like, do they? Re- I don't mean. I like. I've seen the commercials. I'm like, man, that'd be great. One, we ain't got that kind of cash. Two, I don't know if I want to have to wake up and have someone yell at me on a screen because at a certain point, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? Power button off. I'm out of here. There, there's a couple things about it. Like, this, she, this chick is yelling at you, and then you, there's, you can see other people on this leaderboard. They're falling down, and, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna pass this bitch. And like, <laughs> and, uh, no, it, it's. Yeah, I, I I don't really like. Being, I actually, you know, I, I, at points I do like being yelled at. So, uh, yeah. So this is. It, it, I think it works for me. It maybe it might not work for everybody. Yeah, I say it's the competitive part, right? There's definitely the competitive part, and then it, it's so easy to log. Like it goes back to logging your numbers. It, it, it tracks how you're doing. Yep. And there's nothing better than improvement. And yes. it, it really, it's really easy to log your improvement with with the Peloton. And the same with eating. Once you once you show improvement. It's really motivating to keep improving. My my engineering brethren right here, motivated <laughs> by numbers. I get it, man. I get it. Joey, I, uh, I, you told a story that uh, that I loved, and I, I I wanted you to repeat it on the show here. Um, so I, I had asked you previously, do you ever take the mustard belt out to a bar or restaurant, uh, especially after a Fourth of July win? <laughs> Take us through what's that? What that's like uh, after you win uh, and you got the belt? Are you bringing it with you uh, out to the bar to do shots? Yeah, so not that not on the fourth of the night of the fourth of July because that's always in New York, and so so. Uh, but when I get back to San Jose, usually me and a couple of friends we take out a, a couple belts, <laughs> and then we go to a couple of bars that we know, and it's like, <laughs> like a celebration party, and uh, it, 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 it's not even rare. We, we, we've done it. We've done it multiple times, and uh, two times ago, we lost a belt, and uh, it was a real bummer. Oh, I know it really sucked. It, it, I, I woke up at home, and it was it was the belt I had on, so it was all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> what do you now, now that somebody somewhere has my belt? That... And, uh, I I can't believe that hasn't popped up on eBay somewhere. Like for somebody to not, and somebody hasn't bragged about that on Twitter. Like somebody realizes what they've got and they are holding on to that mustard belt uh, tightly. Ooh, all right, hold on. I go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Joey. It's not stolen property, but it. it, 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 I can say clearly they're not. If if it ever gets on eBay, I can say, hey, clearly you're not the rightful owner. Right. It's pretty straightforward. It'd be kind of hard to sell in a public way like that. I'll but, tell you what. Can can I strike a deal with you right now? I will trade you my Emmy 
for, for three mustard belts. How do you feel about that? One Emmy statue for for three belts. No, no. There's you know how you know how many people get Emmys. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because look, my dumbass has one. <laughs> <laughs> catch me up later, man. <laughs> Joey just right, got so the maybe roast. We'll take that off line. We'll work it out. We'll have our people talk. We'll find some medium ground. But, you know, we'll, <sighs> I just want to set. Let's start with three. And we'll roast work. of the night right there. Uh, that was- <laughs> no, I felt like I felt like a degenerate. I was like, damn it. I had no idea where I left it. And then. <laughs> <laughs> don't joey you're in good company right here trust me with that kind of stuff you fit in with this crowd <laughs> joey what's the uh what's the one record that you've always wanted to get but it, 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 you just can't get it done what's that elusive white whale of joey chestnuts Ooh, oh let's see damn that hard-hitting journalism right there. No, no, no. There, there's, there was a pumpkin pie eating contest that uh, oh, Matt Stoney, my favorite. Matt Stoney beat me at it. And this son of a bitch. He, uh, <laughs> we were eating like motherfucker. I ended up eating like 20 pounds, and he ate 21 pounds of pumpkin pie. And uh, and that's pie and crust, right? Like that's that's the whole pie, the whole pumpkin pie. And they're deli- these were these are the best pumpkin pies on earth. I I don't even really like pumpkin pie. But the way they it's just like they're they're whipped up the pumpkin. It's just delicious. So what's the strategy oh for eating a pumpkin pie? Like for competitive yeah. eating. Like just, how do you actually you do it? Pick up the slice, chew, chew, swallow, smash, get all the oh, crust so in. Like it's, it's very fast. This is it's a very fast pumpkin pie contest. It, I but think it's, it's got Is it the whole pie then or individual slice like yeah, yeah. So they, they bring them out uh, four slices on a, on a plate, oh. uh, so that, that ends up being half a pie. But it, but you, so they make it so it's easy to grab each slice. But uh, he beat me that year, and I went back two more years, and I, I couldn't break his. I, I won, but uh, I couldn't break his record. So and one of the and he and but the problem was like when I went back, there was nobody pushing me, so I, I ended up eating like twenty pounds or twenty and a half pounds. The second place was like fourteen or thirteen pounds. So there's if if Matt was there, somebody was pushing me, it uh, would definitely help me. But it, I, it's pretty rare for me to go go to a contest and not be able to break the record. I'm so glad you brought up uh, somebody pushing you because yes, I had uh, what may end up being a terrible take uh, this past summer. Obviously, with COVID, this year's Fourth of July competition was totally different from any other uh, year you've done it. Uh, you were indoors this time around, a limited field. Uh, you still ended up setting the world record. Do you consider that world record an asterisk? Uh, based I can't on, believe, I can't believe you went this take. I thought you were going a different direction with this question, and this is where you took it. But yeah, <laughs> you asked me if it's like a legitimate record. <laughs> yes, he's asking if there should be an asterisk because you guys were inside and there's air conditioning. I thought you were like, oh, with, with an audience, would you have eaten more? <laughs> this asshole, right? <laughs> so, uh, I definitely. I thought I was going to actually eat more in the conditions. Uh, it, it was, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely a legitimate record. Every yeah. every year, their, their conditions change. Whether yeah. whether some years it's hot as hell, some years it's a little bit rainy, and this year it happened to be indoors without without an audience. But we're always eating Nathan's hot dogs, the same size buns, 
and it's a 10 minute contest and it's the best eaters. How? So, uh, I think it, whether the Super Bowl is played indoors or outdoors, whether it, whether the home team, all these things. Um, I, I think it's a, it's definitely a record. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a weird one to beat. This year, the hot dogs, they, they did make them really, really good. It was easier for, for them to make them good because there was only like five eaters. So it, yeah. usually if there's 20 eaters, they're making, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of hot dogs and some of them are sitting out for a really long time and they're not, and any, any food that sits out for a long time isn't appetizing. Yeah. And uh, it's harder to eat food that doesn't taste good. So this, this year they, they all tasted really good. And, uh, but fuck, I'm, I'm sorry to start. <laughs> oh, you're good. Man. No, that's all good. Was so basically it? to, to sum up and translate, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> That's a bullshit question. <laughs> um, I gotta say, I told to, I told one person that Joey was coming on the show tonight, and they dared me to ask that question. And I was like, "I'll do it. I'll ask." I don't. Of course like, they did. Yeah. I'm, of course I'll ask the question. There's one question I want to ask, and I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I will say, Joey, in the comments too. I don't. I don't know if you can see them or not. People are thanking you because you you won a lot of people in the group a lot of money on the Fourth of July because we don't bet against winners here. You're and obviously yourself included on that. So. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, Alex, go ahead if you want to hit. I don't know uh, if we had another. We've got a couple others lined up, but go for it. My question: I don't know what your stats on. Uh, what is Kobayashi up to these days? That's my I, question. I I don't even know because he blocked me on Instagram and Twitter. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I'm sorry. And I miss him. I, I I there's nobody I I love beating people who hate to lose. And it, it, there's no better feeling. Like when you beat somebody and they're all right with it, it's like, oh fuck, it wasn't that big of a deal. But when you beat somebody and they like, you can see them just being angry and fuming. That's the best feel. That's the best person to beat. <laughs> and he was angry, and I, I'm maybe I, I shouldn't have enjoyed it too much because <laughs> he didn't want to come back. But uh, yeah, he's really glad I asked this. He, 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 he went back to Japan. And uh, he doesn't talk to major league eating at all. And, really, um, I, I'm I'm really hopeful that things will turn around. Maybe, I mean, there, there's there's it's a crazy world. I'm I'm sh- I'm really hopeful yeah. he's there's gonna be a sponsor out there that wants to put together a contest and and maybe it won't, maybe it won't be with major league eating and maybe uh, it, because it, he he we had that thirty for thirty documentary where they he, he talked about his dispute with major league eating and their contracts. And maybe, maybe there'll be a way we can uh, just work together on doing a contest. Yeah. That would be I, I don't awesome. Know. I, he, he's really, he, I don't, I don't, he really does not like major league. And I, I'd, I'd be surprised if they were able to get him back to the 4th of July, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if me and him could work something out, but he, he's, he's, he hasn't shown any attempt to, he doesn't want to compete. I, would, I don't think he's competing in Japan. I would love to see oh, a God. Joey versus Kobayashi, like one versus one, like Tiger and Phil have done with the match, yeah. like at yeah. prime time under the lights, pay per view style. Uh, that would that would sell some tickets, man. So I was going to throw that out there, Mike. I was going to be like, so what exactly does it take for one to sponsor an eating competition? Because <laughs> we don't have any money. Um. We're mildly creative. We think we're funny. I don't know if that's checking any of the boxes of what it takes to be a sponsor, but I think we would be willing to take a run at it. We'd put our brand behind it for the 24 people and 
Well, it's our family members <laughs> that watch. But anyways, maybe maybe there's something there. Yeah, usually 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 it's the money. Uh, the money is the biggest it's thing. The money, it's okay. Wow. Well. The, the whole thing is a the eating contest is a it's it's kind of a it's a PR thing. It's a PR event for for whatever company the sponsor is. If, if whatever brand wants to get their name out there, uh, a lot of every every contest gets all the local news stations to cover it, and sometimes it gets national media. So it, it's uh it's very worthwhile for for the company to bring the money. But, um, you know what? Actually, there may be something there because, Joey, someone said earlier in the chat that you you were in Cincinnati and set a record. I think it was in Bratwurst. Yeah, at Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. So so maybe we just need to pitch one of those uh, and see if we can get something set up and running. Is that where you guys are at? Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati? Yeah, we're yeah, all in Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. You get, oh, my God. You guys have the amazing Oktoberfest. Yeah. That yes, that's, yeah, that's what it was. You said it at the Oktoberfest yeah. a while back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, it's like, and it's funny because there's, it, it's like the only like festival in the country I've been to where there's like, like 21 year olds absolutely hammered with, with 68, like 70 year olds. <laughs> They're all hammered and yep. just shit house. <laughs> I went on a date there to Oktoberfest last year and it's legitimately one of the most fun dates I've ever been on. Oh That's- yeah. There's like music, like, like seven different stages and it, it, it's pretty cool. It's incredible. Uh, I, I'm impressed you you remember that because usually I remember. Well, no, I remember talking about going to Oktoberfest, <laughs> and then it's the weekend after, <laughs> and I wake up with pretzels in my bed. The but, man you was know, there working, bro. He was there working. He wasn't there to party. That's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's a work trip. Joey, I we normally do this thing with uh with all of our guests where we have some quick hitter questions. I know we we told you maybe about twenty minutes, so I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, yeah. I had one more question for you before we got to those quick hitters. I got one school. more as well. It's a quick one. Oh my gosh, Schubert! All right, uh, it's a quick one. <laughs> Uh, this one was one I asked you previously as well. If major league eating was a team sport, like if they went golf style yeah. and had a Ryder cup, um, who would you want on your team and why? Oh my God. What? Well, there's Matt Stoney. He's, he's, he's a, he's a really hard worker. And he's pretty smart. And, uh, he actually just beat me in a candy eating contest. He, he beat everybody in that oh. contest. What kind of candy? Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Oh yeah. Not stupid, but it, I hate candy, but, uh, it was six. We had to eat six different types of candy, or six pounds, starting with. Do we lose Joey's audio? Oh God, I was. I thought that uh, was. Just- oh, there he is. Okay, okay. he's back. I didn't even get through the M and M. So, so it, it was. It was. Yeah. It, I ended up. Yeah, he ended up going like four pounds of candy in six minutes. He, Milky Way. Oh my God. But uh, Dude, I, I love Mark, candy. But, oh. He's a smart eater That's and a hard rough. Yeah. All right. So you want to go the LeBron James route and just stack your team with the uh, the other best eater in the world. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> oh, we're getting some, some more audio issues here. We lost here. his audio again. And now we lost I'm so audio. sorry, guys. He's... Oh, it's you're cool. good, man. I, 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 expect, I thought it was going to be me. We were fighting internet issues over here before the show kicked off. Like, it's 2020, man. This is what it is. Anything can happen. Oh, these guys are killing me. <laughs> let me see if I can put this on Do Not Disturb. Sorry about that. Oh, you're good. Oh, uh, you're getting blo- Okay, no, no. Yeah, I get that the, the notifications break the signal or whatever. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're good now. Sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. No, you're fine. Oh, that's man. cool. 
Yeah, I, I, really I, I love the, the eaters, but naturally we're, we're not we're not uh, we're not teammates. A lot of us we're uh, we're kind of we're frenemies. We're, we're we get along, but uh, like we're we're very like we don't we don't tell everybody all of our secrets how we're training, and uh, so I mean it, it, we're we're not used to working as a team together. That's fair. All right, Schubert, you said you had one more, and then we'll do our our uh, quick hitters with Joey. Have you ever had Skyline Chili? I know it's a Cincinnati oh. thing. Have you ever ate Skyline Chili? Yeah, I've had it. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love he cracks up. He's like, oh, I know I'm going to try this one. <laughs> no, it, beyond just Skyline Chili being weird and there's like chocolate in there, you guys put it on top of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. With a, with a shit, like a mound of cheese on top. <laughs> It's just weird. Who the hell does this? <laughs> it was like, it was, it was like the, the culinary chef of Skyline is, is like is like a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate in the chili. <laughs> I don't like Parmesan cheese. I want I want cheddar cheese. <laughs> yeah, whoever the yeah, what is the Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's amazing, man. Wait, I do want to clarify, by the way, though, Jory, I am a Michigander. Uh, I'm not from Cincinnati. I just want to make that clear. That's amazing. Merlon and I are from Cincinnati. Oh, good Lord, Joey. That was fantastic. All right, let's uh, let's do these quick hitters, uh, right. and then we'll People let you go, man. Bad. We really appreciate it. Yeah, this is, you're going to settle a lot of debates in our, uh, our Facebook group. Uh, these are all debates that have popped up throughout the show, and it causes a lot of drama in the comment sections. So we always like to ask our Friendships guests. Friendships have been ended. Yeah, it's it's honestly. been ugly. Um, all right, so first thing that comes to your head, uh, quick answers. Don't think about it too much plain cake donuts yay or nay no nay mm, good choice uh i think i know how this one's gonna go because we're about the same age i think this is a generational thing jordan or lebron jordan yeah there you go uh when watching baseball bat flips yes or no yes ah Thank yes you. my man all right. all right all right now we're gonna start getting now it starts some people it doesn't offend me at all if you want to do it, do it. I don't understand how people get so mad at it, but, uh, you know, whatever. Baseball, uh, OWGs. Okay, uh, now we're going to start getting really – this is where it starts getting nerve-wracking here. There's some hard ones. When you're putting on a, a dress shirt, do you button the shirt from the top down or from the bottom up? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a psycho. I, I start in the middle, and, I, and sometimes I make <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Respect. <laughs> I can dig that. Uh, all right. So similarly, when you're putting on pants, do you zip mm. and then button or do you button and then zip? My button and then zip. That's good. That's the way yeah, to do it. That's the right answer. Um, yeah. You're going to, you could have an accident zipping first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's when you get the so beans above the frank. It's no Scott good. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to get away with zipping first, but not a man. <laughs> no, I'm not a real man. <laughs> Okay, are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Well, I couldn't hear this. Are, are they for? Are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, would, I wouldn't call them. Oh, that. <laughs> he wants to though a little bit. I, I, it's close, but I, I can't quite agree one hundred percent. All right, well, well, you know, yeah, not 
Oh. You can do it, man. Go ahead. Take the jump. Take the jump. You can do it. Do it. it it's close. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but, but, but the IPA isn't seasonal. See, that, that's, that's the problem true. with that analogy. See? The pumpkin spice latte, that's seasonal. You do have a bunch of, like, white dudes drinking IPAs all the time. And so it's, uh, I, I can't quite agree with that analogy. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Wow. No hesitation no. on that one. No hesitation. Not, uh, um, all right. Chicken wings, drums or flats? Flats. Okay. Oh, uh, you didn't even finish asking. I know. Joe, <laughs> well, he's that. a professional at this. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? I like it. I, yeah, and again, nice. professional. You're, you'll eat whatever, right? You're <laughs> mm-hmm. Except for Jones, like Mike said, you're you're answering a lot of tough questions that have ended relationships yes. within our group. So we appreciate this. <laughs> uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Okay. What was it? Coke or Pepsi? Yeah, Coke or Pepsi. Oh yeah, definitely Coke. Okay. All right, and then the final question. This is the one that uh, you are the obvious expert There's- on. There is a lot that weighs on this, Joey. There's a lot riding on this one, Joey. Is yeah, a hot dog you're the number one expert in the world on this question? Yeah. The only person, in my opinion, qualified to answer this. Is a hot dog oh. a sandwich? No. A- ah! oh! There it is. There it is. Let's check the comment section because the, let me tell you, Joey, since the minute you your face appeared on the show, people have been asking for this question in the chat thread. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this is when Facebook would take a shit and stop updating live. So we'll see what they say later once I reboot the app. I'm so disappointed, man. How, how do you? What are you talking about? If you call a hot dog a sandwich, you have to call everything a sandwich. <laughs> That's fine. I'm cool with that. Is a sub a sandwich? Just let let there be some. No, what? No, it's, <laughs> hot dog. It, it's like it's so different. And then you, you never go to a sandwich shop expecting to be able to get a hot dog. That, 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 yeah, that's that's a good point. That's fair. I mean, you make a you make a compelling argument. Plus, it's so, but then it's really hard. It's hard to argue with the guy who has eaten more hot dogs than anybody else yes. in the world. Uh, so, there has to be some. Uh, you can't go to a Euro shop and expect expect to get a, a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> a Euro isn't isn't a sandwich either. It's a Euro. Let let let, let some uh, let some things be separate. All right, you're, so, you so you got me. me. Let, let me update. Uh, let me update some some comments from the thread. Matt Barr, thank you for your service. Goes yes, Joey. All caps. Uh, Robert Taylor goes well. He's categorically wrong, but I respect his opinion. Uh, Shitty just says ha 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 ha. Uh, Bill said, "Told you it's a taco." So I don't know where that comes in or why that's a. Whatever. I agree. Tyson says it's fucking official. Uh, Russ says a sandwich has to have two pieces of bread. Biscuit just says, wow, there it is. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we're all caught up. Cause Man. we're not talking about number twos on this show. Yeah. People want to, they've got a weird fascination. I don't, I'm not going to ask you about them specifically, but how many people ask you about deuces after competitions? Like, I feel like that's a question everybody goes to. And I was like, I'm staying away from this question. And we're a high quality journalistic show. <laughs> but I just want to know how many people ask. The best is like, we're, uh, when I'm doing like a, an interview with like a really pretty reporter and she's like, so what happens after the contest? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> kind of leaning towards it. They're like, 
Dude, you wouldn't believe it, but I got I got pictures if you want to see. <laughs> uh, you, no, thank you. Hey, that's probably important data. Again, I get it. engineering is a way to solve life. Joey. Uh, yeah, worthy. <laughs> I'm sure that's true, too. Joey, this has been absolutely awesome, man. I really appreciate so you taking some time and hanging yeah. out with us, man. Uh, what do, do you have any? I know it's tough with like COVID, but do you have any contests coming up? Or you just ate the uh, the 12 pound walking taco on YouTube. Do you have anything else crazy like that plan coming up? Nothing really coming up. Uh, might do something for Thanksgiving. I might do a Thanksgiving feast, a social distance, eat just a big meal by myself. Uh, but we'll see how that nice. goes if I can get that film. But, what's uh, the best Thanksgiving? Uh, what's the best food of Thanksgiving to you? Oh my God, I love I love dark meat on the turkey. Okay. It's, oh, that's and I, I love my mom's my mom's uh, what the fuck is it gravy with the mm-hmm. I don't know the, the, yeah. the stuffing the stuffing she cooks in the bird. Oh yeah, so I love stuffing and gravy. Yeah. Well, fantastic. So I, fat boy. <laughs> Hey, no worries, bro. Respect. Joey, I again really appreciate you hanging out with us, man. This is you're literally the best in the world at this what is you awesome. do. Yeah, this was this was amazing to to be able to talk with you, man. So uh, best yeah. of luck to you, dude. Uh, I hope you know the the contest pick back up. You're able to get back out there and uh, stuff your face with hot dogs. I'll be uh, I'll definitely be watching in July again and cheering you on. Uh, how much longer you got in the tank? How many more? You I don't know. I'm, I'm turning 37 this month. And I can still eat just as well as I used to. Uh, it takes a little bit longer to recover from contests. But the biggest thing is, like, I have to really stay on top of my diet during the week. Otherwise, otherwise I start gaining weight. And it's really hard to lose it. And, uh, and I, I, I don't know, I, I need to start working out a little bit more. And that, would, that might help. But it's a uh, – and I'm still healthy right now, but we'll, we'll see. As long, as long as I can maintain my weight and uh, – because once I start gaining weight, then I start then I start losing, and then I then once I start losing, then I start being all all depressed, and then it's just a bit it's a, it's this weird double it, things compound really easily. So I, I I need to really stay on top of my weight, and uh, because I I really don't my capacity is still amazing. I have the best capacity I think without uh, without even trying too hard. The most of the hardest thing is making sure I'm fit enough to be able to get the food down fast enough. So. Uh, I, I know I'm good for at least three more years, and after forty, I, I don't know if I if, how my body will be handling when I'm handling things. I, I oh, hope you end up. I hope you end up being the Tom Brady of competitive eating, where you're yeah. like forty five, still crushing it, and people are just pissed at how great you are at it at forty five <laughs> years old. Well, I, and I'd like to say a, a Tom Brady Tiger Woods crossover because at that point you're just like, well, I just I'm going to choose to do this one and this one and just. I'm just going to hit the majors. You know, I'm just going to get those major titles now. That's what I like. Yeah, I, I, I'm really yeah. lucky. That even right now, the sponsors, they, they'll, they'll just they'll reach out to me and say, hey, are you, you going to come to our contest? It's like, well, yeah, now I am. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm living the dream. And this year sucked really bad, but it sucked for a lot of people. So we're all getting through it. Hell yeah, so man. How long do you typically go during uh, in between contests, like big contests? Oh, so during the summer, usually during there, there's a period where I'm doing them once a week for about six weeks. It, just because that that period of August September are really there's so many out so many festivals, so many companies are having the, they, they want to have an event. So I'm, I'm willing to 
willing to do it every week. Uh, so it, and it's hard. It, it's hard on the body. Yeah. But I, I love it. And that whole just, I, I feel like a, almost like a, I don't know, like I'm just always in that mode of recovery, uh, re- prep, eat, recovery. And it's just, it's, I, I love the, that time of the year. But, um, ideally to do my best, I, I, would, I would like to have like three, three weeks in between. And then they get, then it gives me time to actually practice the next food really well. Uh, and to do, and actually do my best. Usually, usually you'll, you can, if I do one contest right after the other, it's, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do absolutely the best if, if like the third, the third week in a row. So it's, uh, if, if, if I have one contest and three weeks off, that, that one that I had three weeks off before is, uh, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be tits. I'll be ready to go for it. <laughs> All right, Joey. So I, I want to let you know that the fans are, because they're not our fans. They're your fans at this point. We we don't have fans. We have people who have nothing better to do on Wednesday than watch us drink. But they're they're thank you. They're saying this was absolutely awesome. They appreciate your time too. Um, it's absolutely amazing because you roasted at least two of us, and then you roasted Scott too because he wasn't here, and you basically shit on all his takes. So thank you once again for joining us, man. Uh, absolutely love it. Welcome back anytime. Best of luck here as 2020 ends. And, you know, you always have a home base here in Cincinnati to come out and support you with whatever your next endeavor is. So, appreciate it, man. Uh, dude, hopefully I'm back there, back there next year for Oktoberfest and uh, we'll all drink some beer. Hell and yeah. We'll forget dude. And hopefully take photos to remember. <laughs> Yeah, take care, guys. All right, thanks, Joey. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Joey Chestnut, uh, the greatest eater in the world. Let's take a second here right now and thank our sponsors. Uh, Let's give it up for Beer Drop. Wow, I I know I got to do a a sponsor read to just break up the fact that we just had the Michael. The show is over. Like as as Biscuit Hoover pointed out. Un- competitive eating. Unreal. So let's thank Beer Drop. Listen, uh, we're about to do On Deck. It's brought to you by Beer Drop. If you want a weir- award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door starting at under $4 a serving, our friends at Beer Drop can hook you up. Fill out your profile, uh, flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. You can swap out beers, add more, and even skip a month. And if you don't like commitment, you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you. Just go to craftrootsports.com slash beer. Beer drop for five dollars flat shipping. That's craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. All right, Drew has left the chat. Drew is gone. He uh he really didn't want uh he didn't want to lead off on deck, I feel like. I feel like that's where, where Drew's at with this one. Uh so Shubes, I'm actually gonna have you do your story first, man. Uh so let's go over to Schubert. Alex Schubert, host of FU, we like the Bengals. You, sir, are on deck. All right. So my story is actually from a few years ago. And Berlon said that I could be colorful with the language that I use because the story does involve a lot of colorful language. (laughs) We've already been fairly colorful. No problems there. Um, So are you familiar with Panthers wide receiver, wide receiver, Robbie Anderson? Yes. Vaguely. Robbie or Roby? Robbie. The name is fairly familiar. Okay. So back when he played with the Jets, this was like three years ago, he got arrested, I want to say, for going like 60 miles an hour over the speed limit. And when he was in the back of the cop car, he told the police officer that he was going to find his wife, fuck her, and nut in her eyes. (laughs) Jesus. 
This is like that. Was it the Panthers offensive? T- or no, the guy there on the Eagles who was hollering at some dude's wife. Fletcher Cox, baby. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'm gonna oh, get you what was that story? Fletcher Cox uh, stole some dude's wife from him. Uh, it texted her, "I'm gonna get you pregnant." Uh, and then the guy, they split up and under North Carolina law where the couple was from, uh, the guy was able to sue Fletcher Cox for splitting up his marriage. It was an amazing story. Like this dude was able to file a lawsuit against Fletcher Cox for stealing his wife from him. Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cox is my favorite, uh, Eagle because of that story. Uh, this dude. So you would like Cox. I would like Cox. Uh, this dude takes the cake. Like if I'm ranking recent arrests, uh, Tony LaRusso's DUI arrest is up there, but it is nowhere near. It's nowhere near with this guy. Hall of Fame baseball man or something. Uh, yes. A Hall of Famer baseball guy is what Tony LaRusso says. Oh my God. (laughs) And he was drunk. He was. He was smashed. Uh, like that's that's what that is right there. Maybe <laughs> drunk with a little touch of dementia, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like 77. Uh, yeah. Might as well be 94. But you got to be out of your mind to tell a cop that you're going to find his wife and nut in her eye. That's a, that's a hell of a thing to tell a cop right there. That's uh, amazing. Whew, uh, good story, Shoes. Way to bring that one out. Drew. Colorful language uh, indeed. <laughs> that is, colorful language is the understatement of the year. Uh, Drew, you're on deck. So remember when I tried to trade my Emmy for Joey Chestnut's mustard belt and he's like, they hand that shit out to anyone. Sure do. Right? That was the greatest. Uh, highlight of my life. Hi, Jenna. Um... <laughs> On that topic of hardware, I've got a story coming to you from the MLS. And yes, I know we're about to see our live viewers plummet, although actually everyone's already uh-huh. gone. Yeah, they Joey signed off. But this soccer story is actually worth sticking around for because you know what it is? It is the story of American heroism. So the Philadelphia Union won the trophy for the best team in Major League Soccer this year, the Supporters Shield. And yeah, it's a it's a silver plate looking thing because we try to pretend like we're England and shit over here to legitimize our soccer teams. And they basically the way it works is it's kind of like the Stanley Cup where that Supporters Shield is held at the club that won the league that year. And at the end of the season, normally there is a ceremonial handoff on the field to the next team that won it from them. But, you know, hashtag COVID, hashtag 2020, that kind of shit ain't happening for obvious reasons. So LAFC that won the Supporter Shield last year mailed it to the Philadelphia Union. Because if they won this past Sunday, they would clinch the, the best team in the league point-wise. Well, problem was when you mail something, sometimes shit gets lost and it doesn't get there on time. (laughs) And so basically the thing was sent like certified mail or whatever. It's supposed to be there Friday by close of business with a game on Sunday midday. Because again, uh, in, in soccer, the final day of the season, everyone kicks off at exactly the same time. So you can't throw a match or anything to change the outcome. So Friday close of business, this this shield, this trophy isn't there in Philly. And their front office staff is panicking going, what do we do? We have this, this celebration planned. We want to be able to, you know, have an uplifting moment for our fans and our team after a hard season with all the different kind of challenges you could ever imagine. And it's not there. So they go out, they post something on Twitter, apparently, that was like, 
yo, just trying to figure out how to make a replica supporter shield, you know, for our trophy case, whatever, throwing it out there, haha, whatever. Well, they're literally in stores shopping to try to find a solid replacement for this thing. So they looked for all kinds of different shit. They looked at, uh, what is it? They looked at a baking tray that was silver. They looked at a pizza stone they could uh, they could paint. <laughs> they looked at an old school sled that maybe they could use a manufacturer. They spent all kinds of time online trying to see if there was anything they could get delivered in Philly by 8 a.m. on Saturday so they could have their like uh, vinyl promotional marketing people like put shit on it and came up with nothing. Well, in true, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy fashion they found someone who had a replica they could use. And the, the thing that you mean about it that's funny is the guy who stepped up here, he was the boyfriend of the sister of the fiance of a guy named Tom who happened to be the Philadelphia Union's web manager. So like four you know, steps of removal <laughs> there. And he contacted them saying, I have a replica life-size 150-pound Captain America shield you guys can use. <laughs> and so they they say, yes, we're fucking in. We'll take it. So dude shoots over pictures, measurements, and details Saturday morning so that the union can send it to their printers at the vinyl shop to make something to wrap the thing to look like the trophy, the supporter shield, while interns are driving to New Jersey to pick this shit up. What? You uh you say because I, I was like, where is this going? Like this is a very long story and there I hope there's a payoff. And yes, there was. Captain America's shield is now the supporter <laughs> shield. Is now Dude, the supporter 100%. shield that was used in the on-field celebration at the conclusion of the MLS season. And unbeknownst to anybody on live TV broadcast, they talked about it like it was the real fucking trophy. <laughs> but it was a replica superhero piece of memorabilia was painted and stripped over with vinyl. It was a, a kid's Halloween costume from this past year that they were like, we got it, we got it, we can handle this. Uh, wow, all right, well, I know, just- but it was worse because it was an old grown nerd that paid hundreds of dollars for it and says spending like 15 bucks a gross. So the moral of the story here is that the MLS is still ridiculously second tier that they can't even get real trophies. They have to use somebody's... Wow. No, no, no. The, the trophy eventually showed up. Eventually, but, right? You know, you think that happens like in the, the Premier League? I don't think so, Drew. They couldn't even pay for like prime shipping. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> not. I mean, but. all right. Uh, let me round out on deck here. So uh, this is this story fits in well with uh, talking to Joey Chestnut earlier. Falcons fullback. Keith Smith, uh, he revealed on a podcast last week that he consumes Chipotle four to five times a day. This dude eats Chipotle four to five times a day. He said that he gets the same thing every single time. It's the same order uh, every time he gets a bowl with chicken, a side of rice, uh, and a side of beans. So the guy is crushing it. He said that this diet that he went on, the all Chipotle diet, actually helped him lose weight. He said he cut down to 10% body fat from 15%. Uh, So there were people that were obviously a little skeptical. Like, who is really going to eat Chipotle four to five times a day? Uh, But Keith did not back down uh, and decided instead to go to Instagram, and he posted his bank statements. Obviously, some of it redacted. 
But he posted his bank statements uh, from his online orders for Chipotle. Over the last 12 days uh, that this was posted, he spent $429.13 at Chipotle. Bro. He would do orders of uh, $41.11, $25.54, $26, $36. Like the dude is just constantly ordering Chipotle. It's unreal. Um, So if you extrapolate this out, we talked about last week Russell Wilson spending a million dollars on recovery. This guy spends $13,052 a year just on Chipotle. Uh, So there you go. If you guys want to get skinny, you want to lose some body fat, Chipotle four to five times a day. It's going to cost you some money, though. We were also... You were also saying that his Chipotle diet is just chicken, rice, and beans. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, there's not a whole lot extra in and, there. Yeah. And this is like, why this is why pro athletes go broke, because homeboy <laughs> could at least like get Chipotle <laughs> catering for a day. <laughs> right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just pretend you're ordering for an office of 20 and you're set for a day for half that cost. <laughs> I also need to ask the question, Mike, did you do that math? I did. I did that math on that one. Mike uh, did that math. I did so that Scott math. does that hockey and Mike does that math. Yeah, Mike does that math. Very impressive. <laughs> New segment idea. Yeah, because I was saying like with the the diets, like it's just chicken, rice, and beans. Like when I go to Chipotle, I'm getting sour cream, I'm getting lettuce, salsa, yeah. iced tea, or like a fucking lemonade. I'm decking out. I'm. It's like a special trip. He's just doing this for nutrition. It's straight protein. The dude just eats straight protein four to five times a day. I feel like if you're going to spend $13,000 a year, you could probably get like chicken breasts and beans for less than that and uh, just make it well, yourself. But, but he may want the Chipotle flavorings. I respect that. Now, but what I really Fair. need to know, Alex, do you pay for that guac? Oh, oh that's a fuck with that guac. Question. Oh. You like when I go to Chipotle, I do not I do not get guac personally when I go to Chipotle. But him, I wouldn't be surprised if he treats himself once a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's healthy fats, right? And guac or something. That's what the hipsters say, at least. All the kids these days. Treat you know? yourself. The avocado toast. <laughs> this has been On toast. Deck, uh, brought to you by G- Beer Drop. Again, $5 flat shipping, craftbrewsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. All right, fellas, we got a lot to get to, and uh, I, I can't believe Joey spent 45 minutes with us, so like, we, we're going to have to cut Ew, stuff rules, here. man. Uh, that was amazing. Let's do uh, just a normal highlight dude. of my life. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, who, God, him roasting Drew. A normal the, dude who, per, who, who perfects his craft. And He's the best in the world at what he does. Best in the world. That's pretty wild. Um, let's do picks real quick because uh, I think we could get through that pretty quickly, and then mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll get into our remaining segments for the night. Uh, so just to recap last week's picks, let me get some uh, some fancy music here for the uh, for the picks. I had a W uh, thanks to Drew. Drew actually talked me into taking Arizona and- State plus ten and a half against USC. I got that win on the weird nine a.m. kickoff. So, Drew, tip of the cap to you for talking me into that one. Herm Edwards, uh, even though Arizona State lost, USC came back crazy in that game. Two touchdowns within the last two minutes to win. They got an onside kick. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, it was it was a wild finish in that one to, to get the W for USC. But they did not cover, and that's all that matters when we're talking picks. Uh, Drew also got right, his we just, win. We have a ton of money in our gambling account somehow. 
Oh, nice. Good. Now, now, by a ton of money, I mean we're still down 30% from where we started. Sure, but, but. <laughs> but you and I took – we went 2-0. and oh. We didn't have Scott dragging us down this week because Scott's game got taken off the board uh, thanks to COVID. Of shit. Cal and Washington yeah. had the, the COVID outbreak. The game was uh, pulled, uh, canceled. We'll, we won't see that one ever again. But Drew got the win in the Oregon-Stanford game. Oregon covered the 10.5-point spread. I didn't see a single play of that game because I was too busy watching Notre Dame whoop that ass, baby. Woo! Upset city. I don't know about you, Mike. I was still just a teddy bit hungover today. Oh, I was feeling it. Yeah, I was feeling it for a while. Worth Um, it though. So I'm up to six and three and one recovery and hydration. I definitely, yeah, I definitely had a morning recovery Saturday night. Uh, The problem was the celebration bourbon that I had afterwards. But anyways, that Uh, takes me to six three and one. Was in the toilet. Sorry, I do. No, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't. You're go. trying to get through your segment. I get it. I'm sorry. That's, You're good. I'm you couldn't. About, I just we we haven't talked about Notre Dame beating Clemson at all in this show. We're I know. supposed to stick to sports, Mike. Stick to sports. Stick to sports. Uh, Ed, what's it? Ed hit me with the what's up, Shermanator. What's up, Ed? Appreciate that, man. Uh, so let's get into this week's games. Uh, since Schubert is uh, is on and he is the host of Fu, we like the Bengals. We're going to give him uh, first pick here, and I'm just going to give him one of these games. We are doing Young NFL Quarterback Edition this year for the Pick'em. Yep. So, Schubert, you are going to have Bengals at Steelers. Steelers are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Bengals coming off the bye week, but this is Joey Burrow's first time facing the Steelers. Steelers dealing with some COVID issues. Who do you got in this one, Schubes? I say that the Bengals cover the spread. Mm. That's my hot take. The Bengals cover the spread. You got the Bengals covering the six and a half point. Or, well, they're getting six and a half. So, you, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do you think so they pull they're it out? a six and a half point underdog? The Steelers are undefeated. My honest to God take is the Steelers are, are they're a very boring football team. Like they barely beat the Cowboys last week. That's true. And the Cowboys yeah. had like me playing quarterback. <laughs> they had Garrett Gilbert, him and his double chin. <laughs> Hey, are, are we sure the Bengals and Steelers are still happening? Because I don't have it on the board here at Bovada. Did it get postponed? It, I think well, it might they, have been taken off of they, Vegas. Yeah, they took it off the board because uh, of uh, Roethlisberger being on the COVID list along with three other guys. So they originally the line was eight. The Steelers opened up as an eight-point favorite, but they pulled the game after the news of Roethlisberger broke. Uh, so, yes, so, it is so, still happening as of right now. So here's the question. Uh, just because I want to make sure Alex gets a chance to make a, uh, a pick here. Do we go ahead and let him put money down on the Bengals versus Washington football team in a week? Uh, No, we're going to do this because Scott's going to take this game. Scott's going to get this Bengals. uh, No, no, no. no, He can pick them both. (laughs) Just he'll only pick the, the Steelers game for Scott's record. And then we'll put money on him picking the Washington game just for funsies because we hit the teaser this week, so we got a bunch of cash to spend, man. <laughs> yes. So uh, my take is like the – the I mean, yes, the Steelers are undefeated, but also they've had a pretty easy schedule. And the Bengals, not true. only they're coming off a win against the Titans, which are, they're a very legitimately good football team, but they're also coming off a win and a bye. So they're rusted and they're healthy and Burrow has been heating up. Yeah, he is. All right. All right, so I, like it, I hear Shubes taking the Bengals getting a point against the Washington football team on the 22nd. What is, and you know what the spread it. is yet, or are we not there? Just one. one. Bengals no, get one. the Bengals plus one. Oh. At Washington football team. I wouldn't be surprised if they pull that one off. There you go. You heard it here first. Schubert's cool. taking the Bengals we'll take two weeks in a row. Also, Joey Burrow just does nothing but cover the spread. Like, Joey Burrow against the spread is ridiculous this year. So if you're, like, you're, 
if you're betting Bengals, it's a good bet to bet them to cover the spread. Like you and right. the Facebook group, you're a big uh, you're a big Jerry Burrow fan. Like you're saying, like you, I mean, you jokingly say Jerry Burrow is like unbelievable. Uh, but jokingly, I also think that no, he he absolutely believes it though. Jeebs, yeah, he does. Fix yourself, Schubert. He is yeah. the best quarterback in the world. Yeah, Patrick so my, Mahomes can get in that here? hop in that backseat, Patty Mahomes, because the NFL has a new face, and his name is Joseph Burrow. Joseph Lee Burrow. Joseph. His middle Joseph. name is Lee. Is it really? I believe so. Oh, Hold that's on. disappointing. God, that I really, so. I can't, I can't get behind that. Like Joseph, I mean, Joseph Daniel Votto, I'm on board with Joseph Lee Burrow. Wait, mm. yeah, Joseph Lee Burrow. Sorry, that takes him down a notch. Takes him down a notch in my book. Ooh, but wait a minute though. Does that not bump up his whiskey just a little bit? A little bit. I would drink some Joseph, Joseph Lee. I drink Burrow some Joseph whiskey. Lee Burrow whiskey. Ooh. Uh, all right, oh, Drew. Joey Burrow, if you're out there, get at us. <laughs> you know Drew, what? pick a number, uh, one or two. Uh, you know what? We talked a lot about you know number twos today, so I'll take where the Notre Dame Fighting Irish should be this week, number one. <laughs> well, I said number two or three, so I'll, okay, I got you. Uh, did I say one or two? I my bad. One or two. My bad. That's my bad. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> also, Matt Barr saying his wife's middle name is Lee. That's what threw me off. A female Lee is fine. That is no problem. A male with a middle name Lee just reminds me of a Civil War general. That's why I can't get behind it. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, well, by the way, Matt, Matt Barr, in all honesty, it is Veterans Day. Thank you for your, for your service and thank all our other veterans and active service members out there. We really appreciate what you do for this country, respect it, and, and couldn't be more in support of it. So, Tiffy's Matt, like always, uh, I've been a little bummed out when you haven't been on the show the last couple of weeks because I know you've been a little busy doing your own podcast stuff. I miss saying Tiffy's to you because that's our <laughs> thing, bro. But I'm not saying you let me down. I'm just saying I was disappointed. Just I'm just disappointed. Uh, All right, here you go, Drew. Disappointed, Matt Barr. Uh, Here you go, Drew. You've got Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona is a two point favorite in this one. Oh, damn it! Really? Yeah. See, this is Arizona's given two. And okay, so we got Kyler, who has been killing it lately. Kyler Murray has been riding Kyler. He's the only reason I still have a shot in one of my three fantasy football leagues. But Josh Allen, people think he's the truth up there in Buffalo. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, But so this is two quarterbacks that have been having great years that have really reinvigorated their fan bases. Kyler Murray is making Cliff Kingsbury look like a goddamn genius right now. Yep. So who you got in this one, Drew? Well, it's it. This one's tough for me because again, Kyler Murray, he's my quarterback, man. But also at the same time, I'm feeling Josh Allen right now. I don't know if you guys heard this, but his grandma passed last week before the game, mm. um, yeah. and I think we have a real conversation about this because Buffalo Bills fans they donated over two hundred thousand dollars to the either a hospital or a children's hospital that was like Josh Allen's like charity work. Like he always goes to this hospital. So they donated that much money in $17 increments for his number. Such a good fan base, man. That's what they did with Andy Dalton, too. That's the same uh, number they donated to Andy Dalton's foundation because it was they went 17 years without going to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that part. I remember when they did yeah. that because they they mentioned that the story. They didn't say it was the same increments. That makes all the sense in the world. It was seventeen dollars because they went. What I really want to know is: Are Buffalo fans that charitable? Or are they this just that drunk? 
Yes. Because I'll tell you what, man, <laughs> if I was running a charity foundation, I would target drunk people late at night because you know what? Five, ten bucks to them. They don't remember. Dude, they like, do. That's how you make a foundation. They do. Haven't you ever seen those Sarah McLaughlin commercials late at night? Like you wake up after a night of drinking and in the arms of an angel is playing. You're like, damn, I got to save these dogs. I was going to say, that's why every fucking week I get stamps from a different pet show. <laughs> You know, and I love the animals. I love the puppies and the kitties, but like, damn it. I don't need your fucking stamps. Keep them. So does that mean you're taking Buffalo? Are you taking Buffalo for their stamps? Nah. No, you're taking Arizona as the two point favorite. Okay. What what I'm going to, what I'm going to do here though, what I'm going to do here though is I'm going to do a Mookie teaser. I'm going to run a special parlay deal on this one. Oh God. Because yeah, we're going to, we're going to take Zona straight up. And we're going to go with the over 56 and a half. Can I just say real quick? I completely uh, agree. Can I just say real quick? Uh, Bill just dropped out of the show. He said, I'm calling it. This is the sports segment, and I know shit all about it. Be well. We lost somebody for sticking to sports. Just throwing God that out there. damn it. Just making that known. Somebody dropped off the live feed because we stuck to sports. Uh, it's all right. probably Scott's, Scott's fault. This uh, <laughs> is in the podcast name. <laughs> It is, Shubes. It is. It sure is. Okay, uh, that leaves me with the Chargers at Miami, the Fighting Herberts. Uh, Wait, am I allowed to replace my, my spread pick with a money line and over pick? Or nope. should I, I I should stick to the rules? I mean, you could do whatever you want for what you're betting, but for the show purposes, no, I, Arizona I bet, it like the, I bet it like the show does. But I want to be honest here. So uh, I will take, I'll, I'll still take the cards given to. That's fair. Uh, all right, so I got the Chargers at Miami. Miami, a three-point favorite at home. Um, Tua is looking decent. He's, uh, he's, you know, whatever. Flores has really impressed me. That's the first Bill Belichick coach that doesn't look like complete dog shit. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed by Miami. Uh, the Chargers, though, uh, I think I don't think they uh, I don't think they cover this. Let's put it this way. It. If they, they're not going to win. The Chargers aren't going to win, but they might cover the spread because they blow it and lose by one in heartbreaking fashion, like they are Again? wont to do this year. Yeah, they're just they're cursed. It's like the the universe is conspiring against Anthony Lynn. Uh, I feel terrible for this guy. Like if things just bounce a different way, Lynn is looked at as this genius coach this year. What? I think he's a good coach too. Honestly, I think so I think too. He's but he's gonna get coach. run. He's yeah, gonna too. get run out of town. He's gonna get run out of town if they he keep gets losing. A lot out of shit talent. Let's be honest here, dude. Like, let's let's really think about this. What he's getting out of Herbert? Herbert isn't even supposed to be playing right now. If it wasn't for Tyrod Taylor, be, yeah. If it wasn't for Tyrod getting his lung punctured by the doctor, Herbert would be on the sidelines. So this is a this is impressive. The plan was never to have Herbert playing at this point. The plan was to ride with Tyrod, Ty let Herbert sit this year, and he is getting this production out of Herbert. It's a, it's impressive what he's doing, but they just keep dropping these games. And at the end of the day, if you're not getting the W's, you're gonna lose uh, your job. Uh, I forgot to finish my thought there. So I feel like I got to take Miami as the favorite in this one. Um, Two and a half. Uh, I've yeah. got him at three. 
I got him at three. You got so. him at three. All right, I'll buy that up. Yeah. I will say this. How much do you want to bet that that doctor actually had faded the Chargers to win games over the future of the season? And he's like, <laughs> I'll just shank Tyrod a little, and now retirement is covered. And then he's like this fucking Justin kid. Every time the guy throws a touchdown, he's on the sideline, like sharpening his scalpel. Like, <laughs> flip, and there we go. You know, I, I just feel like that's what it is because you're right. The Chargers look solid. I'll tell you what. So, um, so Mike, you're picking the Dolphins giving three. Yeah, right? let me recap our picks here. So Schubert, okay, is, for Schubert is taking the Bengals plus six and a half against the Steelers. Uh, Drew has Arizona minus two against Buffalo, and I've got Miami minus three against the Chargers. So those are our picks this week. Uh, we will see how it all holds up for us this weekend. This is our first all NFL week too. It's been a while since we've had an all NFL week. Because I was going to say with two and Herbert, they're going to be their two quarterbacks are going to be linked for their entire careers. Yeah, yeah, those really exactly. Back to I back. will right. I will say this though. So quick teaser on this, uh, not teaser, but this is a this is a freebie. The show we're going to go ahead and take the over of 40, 48 and a half on that Chargers Dolphins game. Because I'm going to tell you right yeah. now. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Some, I yeah. take the over. They're going to put up some fucking points in that one. So I agree. I over. also think that the Bills and Cardinals are going to be over, too. Cause it's oh, like absolutely. Josh Allen, yeah. Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, two gunslingers who can also run. And because Kyler Murray has DeAndre Hopkins, he can throw it to a ton. He kind of sucked last week. DeAndre did. But Josh Allen also has Stephon Diggs. He's got... Stephon Diggs actually looks like a legit threat this year. It's yeah, crazy. he's good. He's been good. <laughs> Also, um, I have to so, clarify, Tabari is questioning Schubert taking the Bengals over the Steelers on the road. Uh, that's not what he took. He just took the Bengals plus six and a half. So the Bengals can yeah. lose and Schubert still wins. Hashtag betting 101. Uh, there are yeah. our picks for this week. Uh, we've got... Uh, so, do you guys- Schubes, look for my, my blackout drunk parlay Saturday night. It will include... <laughs> the over in the Cardinals bills game with another fan favorite pick. I've typed these out the last two weekends in a row and then questioned my spelling and forgot my phone in another room and time <laughs> passed. And like Joey Chestnut said, I time traveled. So that's why you guys don't get the benefit, but my Euro bet account is looking spot on y'all. So you do Eurobet? Is that the website you use? Uh, I've got several options. Drew's got a lot of we, offshore accounts. I use Bovada for the show account. I use topbet.eu for my, well, I'm hammered. Let's bet on sports. And it's turning into a better retirement strategy than my 401k. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm guys. I have no 401k right now. <laughs> You're lucky if you would That's have a my K. Point. Uh, all right, let's, let's do this next segment. This is a new one that we're calling Catch These Hands. So this was inspired by Chris Carson from the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Carson is injured, uh, and as Schubert uh, and Drew uh, well, know all too well, when your fantasy team is hobbled by injuries, you don't like it very much. You get very upset by that. Uh, so Carson was sitting out this week. He was staying at home. He didn't travel with the team, and he started getting dms from fantasy football owners who were very upset that he was not playing that that he was hurting their team uh so carson did what any level-headed dude would do and responded to some of the dms uh, which 
I don't know if I would do that if I was uh, a professional athlete, but here we are. Uh, so also, Chris Carson took it to a completely different level, which you'll get to. Yes. Yeah, so let's let's read some of these. So here's a here's a couple of the uh, the DMs. One dude uh, messaged him and said, "Yo, pussy." Tape your foot up and go the fuck in. You're selling my fantasy team right now. Fuck you. Carson responded, fuck your fantasy team. Come make me play. And the guy said, what's the Addy? And Carson responded with his address. <laughs> Send him back the address. And then said, your ass better pull up too. <laughs> so- Which first of all, Chris, Car- first a couple things. I saw that story like yesterday morning. <laughs> Chris Carson is right. He doesn't have to give a shit about your fantasy. Yeah, team. his exactly. long-term health is more important than you beating Gronk if you're horny in week ten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm Gronk if you're horny. That's my fantasy team name. Well done, Shoes. I don't know why, but man, they got me. As well done. Uh, all right, so I this sparked an idea for me. Uh, we're going to do Catch These Hands. So we're going to go around the table here, and we're going to talk about athletes that we think we could beat up. Uh, and, and realistically, there aren't many of that. So we're going to do this in uh, three rounds. We're going to do an athlete that you wish you could fight, an athlete you don't want any part of, and then an athlete that you can actually take. So, Schubert, I'll go to you first. Who is an athlete you wish you could fight? Or somebody right, so from the sports I, world you wish you could fight? Okay, so the – wait, wish I could fight first? Yeah, wish you could fight first. All right, so I actually kind of went with uh, – talked to my brother about this one. Um, he actually came with an answer. I came with an answer. I said the athlete I wish I could fight is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you want to fight Baker Baker, the touchdown maker? Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker. That's is it. Just I mean, because he seems like a shithead, is that what it is? It's a little bit of that. Like he's a he's on a rival team. He beat the shit out of us twice twice this year. Um, but yeah, and he's been doing all those commercials. Do I like the commercials? I think they're funny commercials. But I think Baker I love the commercials. I'm sorry, they are fun commercials. They're, yeah. <laughs> when, when I mean, like how often? I, but yeah, they're they're fantastic commercials. The the grocery bag one. Yeah, that's the one that gets me. That is a fun one. That gets me. Can you be less relatable, please? <laughs> that's a good He's one. So good playing a normal guy. <laughs> I know, right? Like, yeah. It's almost like he could be one. I kind of hate him for that. So, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I wish I could fight Baker. That's a good choice. Uh, it, did your brother have one? Uh, did he differ? He said um, Lance Armstrong because he's a dope. <laughs> Lance Armstrong. <laughs> All right, that's a. I don't know. I mean, I understand he's a cheater, but that's a weird one to to really no, want to fight. He's a dope. Don't you get it? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, Drew, who's the athlete you wish you could fight? Matt Leinart. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it yeah. so much. I, was, I decided yeah. not to go Leinart because I was thinking, all right, Drew's going to say Leinart or Bush, so I can't go with either mm. one of those two. <laughs> I would. I would fight Leinart over Bush right yeah. now. Uh, well, no. So here's the thing, and this is the 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 athlete you want to fight. Like, yes, I'm not you wish. You're saying I'm going to. You're not going to beat him. No, this is just that. the guy you want to fight. You might get a couple swings in. Uh, you know, just no, where... no. I would cut that bitch. So that's what I was getting to. So like, I wouldn't be able to ever fight Reggie Bush because I would hope, and I could also see why you guys would let me do it. So he whoops my ass. But like, I would hope my friends would be like, "Yo, dude, you're gonna get your shit pushed in by this guy." 
But anyone who looks at Matt Leinard's bitch-ass California soft motherfucker USC Trojan self, they would be like, you know what? Let him have it. He'll probably get one swing in. It'll be worth it. Because I'll tell you what, every once in a while I get lucky and I'll knock a fool out. But at the end of the day, all I know is if Matt Leinard and I got in a fight, he would have a fucking broken Bud Light bottle hitting him somewhere. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters because that motherfucker would be scarred for life on his skin where everyone can see it. That would resemble the scar I bear every fucking day of my life from his cheating bitch ass bush push motherfucker self. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go this. I hope your ass got fired from Fox College football and they didn't just pull you off the air because someone came in close contact with covid. I don't want y'all to get COVID. That's not nice to put anyone in their family. But I hope instead, in a cost-cutting measure, they fired you. Wait, you piece of shit analyst, bitch-ass quarterback. I hope you don't get COVID, but I wish I could hit you over the face with a bottle. Like that. That's totally different. I didn't know. I didn't say hit over the face. It could be like his ankle or something. I just want to leave a scar on him like he left a scar on me. And I didn't even ask for it. That similar uh, similar vein for me. I wish I could fight Pete Carroll uh, just for the same reasons. Just because. Oh, yeah. I would uh, hold his arms behind him for you, Mike. I'd let, I'd yeah, let you punch Pete, that old man to face. Pete Carroll, he needs an ass whooping. And I, I, I would hope that I'd knocked his gum out of his mouth at some point during the fight. Uh, that's, yeah. that's all I'd be looking for. Schubert, who's the guy you don't want any part of? The guy you, if you see him in a dark alley, you're running the other way. Aaron Donald. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really yeah. good one. That dude's he is, scary, so, bro. Okay, so here's my take. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best defensive tackle in the NFL. He's not a shithead. He's only a competitive guy on the football field. Yeah. And he is also ripped as hell. Yeah. He's a he's an animal, man. I uh Yeah. That's a that's a terrifying man. I would not want to fight him. Yeah, my brother else. said uh, when a similar uh, he said DK Metcalf. DK, yes, yep. uh, that's a that's a specimen you don't want to run into. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, by the way, so I was just gonna say, sorry, I lost my shit in your take shoes, but Biscuit said he wanted to fight Dusty Baker, and I lost it. Like <laughs> that's a, a great kind of, one. Yeah, it's hilarious. I kind of choked good... on some spittle. It'll be and fine. A... Of course, a Cubs fan wants to fight Dusty Baker for ruining yeah. all those arms in Chicago. Like that's a yes, yeah. that is a great take uh, from a Cubs fan. Matt Barr wants to beat Baker over the head with that book with the honeymoon scene. And the best part is, you know, Baker reads that book by himself. It's not like his wife makes him read it for book club either, because you know that she wouldn't there. <laughs> Drew, who's the athlete you don't want any part of? Uh, Wayne Simmons. Mm, yeah, the enforcer. Hockey guy. Yeah, enforcer, but also talented. Like, yeah. dude didn't get to the league because he could fight. He got to the league because he is a fantastic hockey player who also didn't tolerate shit from nobody. And, like, dude has got one of the nastiest right hooks I've ever seen in and out of the ring, let alone on ice. <laughs> so, like... No, if you find me in a situation where someone's like, so you're about to fight Wynn Simmons, you'll find a yellow trail as I exit the building. (laughs) (laughs) And I will admit to it. I will live tweet it. I will have no shame in doing it. And I will also pay tribute to Wayne on my way out the door. (laughs) 
Is uh, that yellow chose is going to be fear piss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little maybe a little feces mixing too. Depends on what I ate that for lunch that day. Like Tabari. Wayne Simmons, all the respect in the world. There's a reason you're a top five player in my fantasy hockey league still still where we value hits, checks, block shots, and penalty minutes. Uh Tabari wants to fight Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and Michael Brantley of the Astros. Uh I considered like a, them. Yeah, a true baseball fan right there to want to fight those guys. Uh here's the guy I don't want any part of. So I contemplated this one. I thought maybe Mike Tyson, maybe James Harrison. I think those are two good choices, the guys I yeah. wouldn't run want to run into. But I put myself in the scenario of I'm walking down a dark alley, this guy steps out from the shadows. And is this the situation I want to be in? And I think the one guy I would not want to see in that situation is Ray Lewis, especially if he's wearing a white suit. Because if he's wearing a white suit, that means I'm going to get stabbed and he's going to get away with it. Let's move on to athlete you can take. Uh, (laughs) Schubert, who's the athlete that you can take in a fight? So I considered kickers. The first one, um, I I didn't want to consider retired athletes because I would have gone out of military all the way. But rightfully so. That's a good one. I think the active NFL player that I honestly may have a shot. This is hypothetical, obviously. Uh, Drew Brees. Really? You think you got a shot at Brees? I mean, you got the reach advantage because he's four foot eight. So you you definitely have a reach advantage on that. I do have a bit of a (laughs) uh, my old gym teacher said I had orangutan arms. I mean, that had to come in handy for sports at some point, right? <laughs> I, I, I played tennis like my entire childhood, and yes, it did come in handy. There you, hey! <laughs> not intended. All right, so you think you could take Drew Brees? That's my take. All right, fair enough. Uh, who'd your brother say he could fight uh, and win? Kevin Durant, he said one drop kick to the Achilles. <laughs> or just those spindly-ass legs. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. always thought it was nuts how thin Kevin Durant's legs, even though he's a seven footer. I've always he thought how weird thin. his gigantic feet are. Uh, he's got like clown shoes on and it's just regular feet. Drew, who's the athlete you think you can win a fight against? So I, I kind of went a bit of a different way with this in the sense that it's like, it's not who I think I could win a fight against, but it's who I most want to fight and win against. Okay. And I just want to WWE backhand slap A-Rod's bitch ass into yesteryear (laughs) for all of humanity. And also at the same time while I'm doing this, I would would lean over to his wife, Gloria, and be like, you can do better. And just kind of like free her from his evil grasp because, man, her tracks are fire, kids. You should know about them. But A-Rod would get my backhand for days, and that's the best part. I would just keep bitch slapping him until he cried and shriveled into a ball, and it wouldn't even, like, Mankind would be better off for it. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. That's good, man. That's good. I went with Ryan Shazier. I think I could take Shazier right about now. Oh, oh! I got a shot. I got a shot right now. I think. Oh. All right. I will say this. Can I? I can I plug my pod a little bit and I can I tell him what, please, what I do? Please do, because Subes, <laughs> we need we need to not be on that topic now. Well, I am going to plug Ryan Shazier a little bit because so for if you like the Bengals, what we do is we talk about. Please the Bengals. tell me he gives you consent at least. <laughs> no, wow. no, things got uh, so dark. I'm so glad so. Joey came on before the rest of this episode. Uh, yeah, because if this had aired, he that's never why, would have come that's why on this I planned show. it this way. <laughs> so wow. I would say for for if you like the Bengals, we talk about the Bengals and then roast their opponent. 
the next week, and I was going to say one of my favorite roast jokes I've ever had was about Antonio Brown. Because he was on uh, season 22 of Dancing with the Stars, but I think producers had it out for him since the beginning when they determined that his dance partner would be Ryan Chazier. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's Yo, we need you. Schubert. We need you moving on because fantastic. there's Schubert. this over here, and in the comments we got Tabari saying athlete <laughs> I could take right now, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> oh, it's easy to take a guy who's eighty plus and a Trump voter. <laughs> yeah, which means he probably's got the vid. Oh my lord. I told you, Drew, I texted you earlier this week. I said, I got it. I got one, but it's going to go dark. (laughs) You said, I I like dark jokes. I I love this. This is your fault. And I I really, I thought you were going to tell me then, but now it hits. And I got to tell you, yeah, biscuit changing. You're done good, kid. And then on top of that, Alex to just layer on. Uh, love fantastic shoes. Uh, we don't have you get time. this show. <laughs> we don't have time for hot takes barbecue, uh, unfortunately. But there was one hot take that I think we should get to. Uh, this one, uh, we'll do a, a very quick hot takes barbecue because we're running out of time tonight. So let me vamp I'm real out quick. Of beer, so oh, that's this conversation was awesome. Definitely not good. Uh, yeah, this was a good one. I like this. Uh, we will definitely bring back catch these hands. This was a. This was a fun one. Where is there's the barbecue music? Okay, uh, so real quick, let's do this uh, one quick hot take that we want to do. This one comes from at Maya X Maria A. Uh, she said, "Hot take: Mashed potatoes are the worst Thanksgiving side." Disagree. That is a very spicy take. It's okay. So yeah. So Schubert, we do this. We will rate the take how hot it is uh, from a scale from like freezer meat up to burnt toast, uh, and then we can discuss whether or not we agree. So you're saying it's a spicy take. You're saying I think it's, it's a spicy take. It's a very hot take. Drew, do you think this is a hot take? Yeah, I got to be honest. Actually, Shubes just made me finally understand the segment because yeah, this bitch is an idiot. But how many times have we talked great- about the segment? <laughs> Because, dude, you don't think I like I don't understand social media stuff like I I still understand. I don't necessarily think that a two on the scale is bad. Like, that's how I want my steak done. But like some people like, no, that's nasty. That shit's still alive. So like that's what that's what gets all whatever. But that's the whole point is you want to drive debate. Yeah. And big Gemini energy is driving debate here because she's clearly wrong. Unless the mashed potatoes are the main course. Who has mashed potatoes as the main course on Thanksgiving? KFC. It's called a famous bowl, motherfucker. Boom. Okay. Also, she specifies right. side, so she's not saying main course. So she is saying the worst side. Well, did you side. see her avatar? Obviously, this girl needs all the help she can get. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's a fair point. Um, we, yeah, we don't have time. There was a oh man, there were so many good hot takes that, that we found this week. Uh, one actually came through from Gabe, a listener of the show. He ta- he tagged us in a tweet. Um, we'll save them for next week. We'll do those hot takes next week. Uh, so we'll we'll get to those next week. In start the- sending us your Thanksgiving takes, though, folks. It's about that time of year. There's all kinds yeah. of things we can talk about. How Oklahoma, Texas is the worst game of Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, oh, damn! Awesome. 
Uh, I didn't even realize they were playing Thanksgiving. Why are they playing Thanksgiving? Don't weekend? they always? I thought no, they Red River. They already had the Red River Shootout, didn't they? That's uh, like early in the year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't okay. Texas always plays. Hey, I said it was a hot take. Yeah, it's a terrible take. It's freezer meat because it's not true. It's. <laughs> Oh, so now we're all about the truth on this show? Look, and this is this is a sports show, Drew. This is a sports show. You're we right, get our shit right. correct. Yeah, uh, let's give a shout out to Dugout Mugs. Uh, baseball season may be over, but you can still drink out of a bat just like we do here on the show. Uh, all you got to do, head on over to dugoutmugs.com you, uh, slash craft. Excuse me, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. You'll get 15% off your entire order. All your favorite teams, customizable designs, wine glasses made from bats, bat shot glasses, bottle openers made from baseballs, and now nine-ounce whiskey mugs all made from baseball bats. Hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Sell out! This week, hey, hey Mike, real quick, how, how great are those bourbon mugs? Oh, dude, it's so good! It's Especially so good for having to buy presents for you know, like males in your family. Do you think that'd be a good option? It would be a fantastic option. And if you want to save some money, go to dugoutmugs.com/slash/craft and get fifteen percent off your entire order. Uh, but yes, 15%. if you have a bourbon fan on your Christmas list, hit them up. It is the coolest way to drink bourbon, and I drink a lot of bourbon. That's what I do: is I drink bourbon when I'm not drinking beer. Uh, and then every once in a while I mix in coffee but man the nine ounce mug is the way to go you can get a heavy pour in there the wood it's got like a little bit of a wood flavor to it oh it's so good uh this week i feel like the best part is you just tell wifey oh i just got to finish this one and she has no idea how much there is no clue you can't see it's not like the glass which is like how much did you pour in that one don't worry about it babe babe it's just a two finger Yes, <laughs> Mike almost spewed on his microphone. Sorry Let's talk that. about these beers we were drinking this week. Drew, what did you have in your mug? Uh, I had the ever clever DDH. Man, this shit was amazing. Um, obviously, our interview earlier tonight was one of the best ever. So that clearly made it go down well. But this beer was smooth. It was flavorful. It was really aromatic. Like you could smell it coming up uh, from either the dugout mug or honestly if the uh the foam was just on top the head was just on top highly recommend this beer um i yeah i couldn't speak highly of it as i try to vamp to 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 think of another sean connery jeopardy reference and i'm coming up real weak because sometimes remember like yeah that ain't worth it because this beer was on point so this beer is having such a big lead going into final jeopardy that you can write whatever the fuck number you want a dollar even <laughs> and just sit there and laugh at your competitors nice. because you're ahead that far this this is like a it. high quality beer highly recommend it uh ever clever double ddh uh from that thing that they don't put their fucking brewery on the can so cool bearded iris in nashville tennessee uh Shubes, what you, were you Mike. drinking tonight I had a record hop IPA from Sonder Brewing out of Mason, Ohio. I uh, am going to rake it. Uh, rake it. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm Welcome to the show. I ran out of Sean Connor references. <laughs> I'm going to give it the Daily Double. Okay. All right. Uh, all nice. the way up. Are you going to give it like the, the, the true Daily Double? Like when you can be like, let's make it a true Daily Double. Because that's such a Jeopardy phrase. Oh, to I'm going to do the Daily Double, but it's like about history. Because mm. like if it's a sports question, true Daily Double all the way. <laughs> but if it's because the, the sports questions on Jeopardy or Jeopardy are like 
what is LeBron's last name? <laughs> we, we were watching last night, and there was a sports category on uh, Hall of Fames, and I ran the category, and my wife was impressed, and I was like, yeah, this wasn't that big of a deal. These were very easy questions. Like Have it was like seen- this Hall of Fame is on Main Street in Cooperstown. I was like, ah, these nerds don't know baseball. Obviously, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, Shoobs, I was able to quickly Google some of these. So, would you say that this was a catch these men uh, on That's the Jeopardy the one I was scale? Thinking. Nice. That's actually the first one I was thinking. Catch the semen. <laughs> Attaboy, man. We. Yeah, we need to have this guy more often. I, was I, love, drinking, I love you guys. I was drinking Outside the Scope IPA from Brews Beers in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I put this one, I started off on the Jeopardy scale at like the first round daily double. Like it was all right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes up. It definitely elevated. I liked it a lot. I am going to call this one Potpourri, my favorite category in Jeopardy. I loved when Alex Trebek would drop a Potpourri. Uh, so this one is, is definitely up there. Uh, I would highly recommend finding this one if you can uh, and picking this one up. This has been Last Call brought to you again by Dugout Mugs. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft get 15% off that entire order. Sell out! Fellas, this was a damn fun show. And this also, awesome. I don't know if you guys remember, yeah. we just interviewed Joey Chestnut for 45 minutes. The world minutes. greatest. <laughs> for 45 minutes. Shit. I was going to say I, I was going to say hot dog eating, but it's like no, he holds dude eats, dude eats dozens yeah. of records, titles, and he spent time with us. Yeah, that was that was amazing. He apologized to us from his notifications. It's like, bro, no, we're in your way. Because you originally said 20 minutes. It ended up being like, yeah, it was a, it was a 45 minute interview with Joey Chestnut. That was absolutely it amazing. Ruled, man. Uh, Schubert that unfortunately Joey Chestnut like upstaged you. Uh, I want to give you a few minutes here yeah, before man. we close out. Uh, plug your show. Where can people find uh, your podcast and where can they see you perform? Um, so I uh, host a podcast, like I said earlier, with the Antonio Brown Ryan Chaser joke. It's called F You Like the Bengals. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podomatic. Um, you can find us on Instagram at F U We Like the Bengals or Twitter at F U W L T Bengals. Uh, basically, what we do, like I said earlier, we talk about the Bengals. Me and my friend Lloyd Johnson. Have you ever met Lloyd? Yeah, I've met Lloyd. He's, That's he's a one of my strong friends. name. It is a good name. Lloyd Johnson. Lloyd's awesome. And Berlon, you are welcome on the pod anytime, dude. We'll have you roast. Is there a team you would like to roast? Uh, All he wants to do is talk about Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's going to be me talking about Joe Burrow for the entire show. It's going to be me making fun of their players for not being Joe Burrow. Yes. I hope that's okay. Um, But I'm excited. Uh, So we talk about the Bengals and then roast our upcoming opponent. Um, We just did the Steelers. That episode comes out uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, we uh, next week we're going to do the Washington football team. I'm literally going to spend an entire day on Dan Snyder. <laughs> Wait, so is this is this a daily situation or like this a weekly a, one? It's a weekly one. So we literally oh. it's like the Thursday before an episode comes out, or we just talk about the previous game, like which we talked about the Titans for a little bit, and then we talk about is <coughs> we roast oh, their okay? upcoming opponent. Like we go through the roster and just say like. Um, say like Ben Roethlisberger and his rapey McGrady penis and all that fun stuff. 
But I mean, from what I've heard, you actually go deeper in comedy because that's easy stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Ben does that. What I really want to know, though, is so then when do we get to hear the special episode where you just rail Dan Snyder? Because I will subscribe no, to that uh, feed specifically. I okay, want no, so, but I want an episode of you going after Dan Snyder, and then I want your normal episode because he deserves that, man. I, all right. So what I'm going to do is like I kind of spend like the whole week writing roast jokes, and I'm it's going to be like sometimes like by Saturday I'm done with like the wide receivers, but like I think it's going to be like you go tomorrow. by position group. Yeah. Oh yeah. We dude, we, that's awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think I'm going to, my goal is to spend an entire day doing research on Dan Snyder. Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying now. All right. Right on, right on. All right. Yeah. You said, all right. You said, I'm going to do a day on Dan Snyder. I'm like, yo, dude's going to put out a special podcast episode on Dan Snyder alone. But what you're saying is you're going to dedicate a 24 hour period to researching and just ripping Dan Snyder apart. So I yes. cannot wait. Tune in. What? That's going to be tune good. In Thursday morning, a week from tomorrow morning, tune in yep. Thursday morning and hear about that Dan Snyder roast. Yes. I cannot wait, dude. He sucks. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. And Shubes, plug your, uh, your social media real quick too. Uh, big Shubes on Instagram, big Shubes on Twitter, Alex Schubert on Facebook. Furlong's kind of, and a giggling at the name, but I love it. Fine. I love big shoes. It's my favorite Twitter handle. That's when it solid, pops up bro. on the Twitter on the the feed, I'm like, that's great. Uh, shoes. Thanks for filling in, man. I really appreciate it, dude. It's dude, been a I'm, good time. Anytime, hanging out. man. I'd, lo- I'd love to come back anytime, man. Yeah, this was, was a real good time. Anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. I'll let him know. Uh, thank all of you for tuning in and for hanging out with us uh, as we interviewed Joey Chestnut. A big shout out oh to Joey Chestnut God. for hanging Best out. Ever. Uh, thank you to Belly Up Sports, where we are a, a proud member of the Belly Up Sports family. Go subscribe, rate, and review to all of the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Network. Uh, you can find all kinds of amazing articles at bellyupsports.com. Tons of good content there. Go hit them up, follow them on all of their social medias. And again, there's tons of good podcasts on this network. Uh, so subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast to all of those shows. You have no idea how much those reviews and those ratings help. It really bumps us up and gets us in front of more people. So help us out. Share us out. Follow the show at Craft B Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Give the YouTube page a like. Shoops, thanks again, buddy. I appreciate yes. it. Thank you to Dude, Joey anytime. Chestnut. I loved it, man. This was a great show. Uh, thank you to all of you who listened, tuned in, shared us out. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys next week without Joey Chestnut. So please come back, I guess. Uh, maybe. All right, whatever. I, I get it if you don't. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace out. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed. Heat-induced insomnia. That was my AHA moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.